Hi, we've got three stories from Curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn how you can grow a garden in Martian soil, how to stop spending too much money on frivolous purchases, and a memory technique you can use to remember pretty much everything. Let's satisfy some curiosity. Here's something you can add to the list of weird stuff you can buy online. Imitation Martian soil. That's right. You can now see how your garden might grow on Mars. Are you a gardener, Ashley? I'm not, but I got really excited when I learned about this stuff. Are you going to become a gardener? I mean, I could become a Martian gardener any day. I just need to spend $19.99, and I too <laughs> can be a Martian gardener. This is not sponsored. Yeah, we should... <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, let's get that out of the way right now. No, we wrote about it because it's science, and science is cool and fun. And yeah, it's amazing. Literally our entire show. Well, listen, to be totally clear, humans have never gotten actual samples of soil from Mars. Our spacecraft have sent back analysis of soil samples, but not the soil itself. We've nicknamed Martian soil regolith, and it comes from iron-rich volcanic rock with a varied texture. Particles of regolith range from chunky gravel, like you might see here on Earth, to ultra-fine dust. And we mean ultra-fine. The dust floats up into the air a lot because it's so tiny, which is bad for spacecraft since it can get inside even the tiniest crack. Anyway, we're kind of thinking about colonizing Mars. I don't know if you've heard about that. So to learn more about it, NASA engineers came up with a simulation of it back in 1997. They started by using ground-up basalt from Hawaiian lava flows, then they started using basalt from the Mojave Desert. And now there's an online shop headquartered in Austin where you can buy your own simulated regolith. NASA featured it in one of their magazines devoted to private sector uses of NASA technology, so you know it's good stuff. The company is called The Martian Garden, and they offer two simulant varieties. One's a bit more accurate when it comes to the latest intel from Mars. And they also sell $20 starter packs with Martian soil simulant, seeds for assorted microgreens, a portable plastic greenhouse, and pretty much anything else you'll need to grow a garden. It's the closest you can get to gardening on Mars. You are in luck if you're a fan of the movie The Martian and you want to really get into your Matt Damon cosplay. But hopefully this could get other people more excited about Mars and, who knows, maybe more excited about gardening too, Ashley. Cody, you know, it does The Martian one better. Why is that? Because you don't have to use your poop. It's a good catch. Yep. Do you ever buy stuff you just know you don't need, but you get it anyway? We've all been there. But those purchases can really add up. Before you know it, you've got a bunch of junk instead of a bunch of money. Well, today we've got a trick to stop overspending on frivolous purchases. This money-saving trick comes from the best-selling book, Your Money or Your Life. And authors Vicki Robin and Joe Dominguez have a pretty simple solution. Just think of your money as hours of your life. That's it. You'll have to do some number crunching, though. Even if your job pays you by the hour, you need to calculate your income after taxes. If you're salaried at $50,000 a year, you might take home about $3,500 a month, depending on the taxes where you live. Divide that by the number of hours you work, and you might end up with about $22 an hour if you work 40 hours a week. But then you need to add up all your work-related expenses. That means commuting costs, work lunches, dry cleaning, and stuff like daycare, house cleaning, and even fun activities that help you de-stress after work. After all, some people just wouldn't be able to make it through the work week without Netflix. Then add up all the hours you spend on work when you're not at work, like commuting and answering emails after hours. And then you can crunch the numbers. Subtract your monthly work-related expenses from your monthly wages and add your non-work work hours to your actual work hours. Then divide your real wages by your real work hours. Let's say you, a hypothetical 50K a year worker, 
spend $1,500 a month on work-related expenses, and 40 hours of work-related time outside of work. That makes your real hourly wage $10. And that's the number you can use to get your spending under control. If your real hourly wage is $10, that means that every 10 bucks you spend is an hour of life energy. That means a $40 food delivery is four hours of your life. A $15 rideshare when the bus is just 10 minutes away, that's 90 minutes you'll never get back. Now, I'm not saying don't splurge. Splurging is super fun, I know. But this might help if you feel like you're doing it a bit too much. Today's episode is sponsored by Vistaprint. It's important to feel professional, polished, and prepared when it counts. And by when it counts, I mean right now. For small business owners or people like us who produce podcasts, being plugged in and prepared when an opportunity comes is crucial. Those moments happen all the time. They're happening right now. And having a business card that shows how professional you are in your pocket, ready to hand out, is the first step to making something happen. Your next big opportunity is coming right now. And all it takes to feel like you're ready to own the now is $10. That's a low price to have the confidence that you're always ready to make an impression or get seen in a new way. A custom card with the colors, fonts, designs, and images you choose means you can look and feel like a big deal, whether you're a startup or a business with a century of history. And it doesn't have to be hard. With Vistaprint, you can create a truly professional, unique card in minutes. Vistaprint wants you to do something great for your business right now, which is why our listeners will get 500 high-quality custom business cards starting at $9.99. Use code CURIOUS at Vistaprint.com. That's code CURIOUS at Vistaprint.com. CURIOUS at Vistaprint.com. If you cannot stand when you forget stuff, then you've come to the right place, because today we've got a trick for remembering things that comes from ancient Greece. Those ancient Greeks had some pretty good ideas, you know? They did. Are you a forgetful person, Ashley? I do forget things. I'm, I'm very good at using all the tools at my disposal to make sure that I don't even need to remember things. You know, writing things down, calendar events. Calendar like reminders that. is helpful. Yes. I write stuff down as well. I might try this trick. It sounds both useful and fun. You may have seen a version of this on BBC's Sherlock. Love Sherlock. Great show. Well, this trick goes by a few names, including Memory Palace, Mind Palace, or Method of Loci. It's a different way to think about your memory that could give you a permanent boost. According to the legendary Roman statesman Cicero, this method was devised by the Greek poet Simonides after a dinner party that went pretty much as badly as possible. First of all, the wealthy host insulted his poem. Not cool. And as if that wasn't bad enough, the party ended when the roof collapsed and crushed every single guest beyond recognition. Jeez. Except for Simonides, who had been mysteriously called away before it happened. Hmm. hmm. Well, fortunately, he was able to actually help. By remembering where the guests were sitting, he could reunite the guests' remains with their grieving families. He realized he could use a similar spatial method to remember less morbid information as well. So let's say you've got a huge list of errands you need to run today, and you're worried you'll forget one of them. Here's what you've got to do. You've got to go grocery shopping, pick up the dry cleaning, get an oil change, find a birthday present, and take the cat to the vet. That's five things. Instead of making a list, try this. Think very carefully about the layout of your house. Imagine coming home and walking up the steps to the front door. As you pull out your keys, you notice a pair of grocery bags playing around on your front lawn, pushing each other in the swing set. The more outlandish you envision something, the more likely it is you'll remember it. Then you enter the house and stand in the vestibule where you're suddenly swarmed by a flock of freshly pressed dress suits to remind you to pick up the dry cleaning. Pushing past them, you walk into your living room where your car is relaxing in a kiddie pool full of black oil to remind you to get an oil change. 
As you pass the bathroom, you hear strains of happy birthday being played, and you peek inside to discover somebody has replaced your shower curtain with wrapping paper. Term, I need to buy a birthday present. And finally, you make it to your kitchen in the back of the house. There's your cat sitting at the table with a thermometer in its mouth. I don't really feel great, it says to you. You get the idea. It might seem convoluted, but memory palaces work. Give it a shot and see how it goes. I want to live in that house. <laughs> Quick correction from two episodes ago. In our story about the frog rule, we said William McRaven was a retired U.S. Navy general. McRaven is a retired U.S. Navy admiral. The Navy doesn't actually have generals. The podcast episode and our write-up have both been updated. We apologize to our friends in the armed forces for the error. Read about today's stories and more on Curiosity.com. Join us again tomorrow for the Curiosity Daily and learn something new in just a few minutes. I'm Ashley Hamer. And I'm Cody Goff. Stay curious. On the Westwood One Podcast Network.